Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Greetings, everyone. Hello. Today, we are going to talk about goal setting. This is something that is always talked about. There's so many coaches and blah, 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 blah about goal setting. But I think goal setting can be really straightforward and really simple. So I want to give you three tips. This is a TED Talks short episode on how to set goals effectively to give you some insight into my goals and also some maybe what I've achieved and what I haven't achieved and how I feel about them to just make it more personable and, you know, so you can just see it someone else who is sort of going through the same thing that you're going through and, and understand how they think about goals. So goals need to be smart. Let's see if I remember this. That's my first tip. They need to be measurable. I forgot what the S is. They need to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and have timelines. So specific is this. Uh, I want to be financially free in in, uh, nine years. That's not specific. What does financially free mean? You know, like break that down. I want to be earning £5,000 a month in 12 months, that is a specific goal. It's also measurable, right? Because you can measure cash flow and you can measure time. So that does both of them. Another one is, you know, I want to have loads of people listen to my podcast and get loads of followers. No, I want to have 10,000 listeners per episode uniquely in a hundred countries. And I want to then, you know, attain 50 followers from every episode. Therefore, I want to grow my following monthly by, you know, 400 people on Instagram as a minimum, specific and measured and achievable. This is probably the one that I've struggled with the most because you're like, okay, they did that. They did this. They did. What can I do? And I think you have to set them slightly above achievable because if you don't, then when times get tough, you're going to struggle because your goals are not big enough to keep you going through the tough times because you're going to say, you know, what, times are getting tough. Things are hard, but I only want that much. So really, uh, whereas if you're like, oh, you know what? I need a lot of whatever. I'm going to push myself through the hard times. So achievable means look at people around you in similar situations. And, and what have they done? There's always like a medium, you know, or a median level of like, okay, most people probably do this in this amount of time. Right. And that could, you could say, you know what? That's my minimum. What everyone else has done. That's, that's the, that's the worst case for me. Or you could say, I quite like that. That's probably top end. Or you know what? I'm really busy with work. I actually can't give it that much time. This needs to be my level. So analyze yourself and your time and your abilities in terms of like your abilities from the time you have. And then set a goal that's above what's achievable. Uh, you know, for example, my goals for the next six months are to buy three properties a month. Is that achievable? One in January, two in February, one in March so far. When this video goes out, it'll hopefully be three after I've gone to the auction and hopefully bought a couple of things. Is it achievable? Yeah, I'd say it is. If you have enough funding, you have enough deals, then of course it's achievable because you just connect the two and there we go. As long as your builders aren't super busy. Uh, 
there's there's an inspiration for my goal. That's the, that this is sort of ha- this goal has come like six months into property. So at first it was like I think my first goals were like get three properties for the end of the year, and then I managed to get ten. I think it was before the end of the year, and I was like, and people were like, Ted, you know when you said you wanted three properties, and I was like, yeah, that was that was not a good goal to set, but. How did I know any different? No, I had this much money and I didn't believe in myself enough to say that I could have more. You got 40 grand in your bank account. Add a zero to it. Why can't you add a zero to it from your networking and from your investors to then let you grow quicker? So maybe base your goals on the situation you want to be in, not the one you're in, right? If you've got no money or you've got a little bit of money, you're not meeting your goals with that little bit of money, right? It's just in property, for example, it is just not going to happen because things cost money. Yes, you can do no money down. You can get credit cards. What I'm saying is if you had, if you literally had access and you had no money or very little money, let's say you had three grand and you couldn't access anything else. You could start essays. You could start rent to rents. But if you want a hundred grand a month cash flow in, in a year and that's all the money you had for the year, it's not happening. You get what I'm saying? So be smart, be measurable, be above achievable. I think it should be smart two ways above achievable. But, you know, don't be crazy, crazy and say, you know what, I'm going to have a billion pounds worth of equity in nine months. If you buy in London, you might. But even then, there's a lot of zeros. So just, but again, that's me talking. Your situation, if you're a billionaire watching this, hi, if you are, slide into my DMs, uh, then, of course, that's a totally different scenario, right? So it, it depends on you and your scenario and what is achievable within your means and what, and more importantly, what you can achieve when you do better and you get bigger and stronger and smarter, right? So we got S-M-A-R. No, we are R is realistic, which, you know, we kind of, I think it's realistic anyway, which we kind of spoken about before, uh, you know, which I don't think I really need, need to touch on much because that's kind of with the achievable thing as well. Time frame again, give yourself time frames because if you set a goal at some point, how are you going to measure it? How are you going to know when it's achieved? How are you going to know if you're on if you're tracking well to do that? You know, what's measured is improved. So if your timeline is three months and in two months you're like, we're not near the target, you know that like that goal is not necessarily going to be hit. What can we do to fix it? What can we do to alleviate this? Or if you're tracking way ahead, you're like, okay, maybe I take a break because I've been going ham and this is not healthy, right? So it's super important to to track these things when you make goals. So that's the first tip for goal setting. The second one is, and that's quite a lot of tips in there, but the second one is be flexible. Like if you set goals and in a month or two, you're like, you know what? Whoa, I can't do that. That's just impossible. I was just dreaming. Then change your goals. Or if you do it and you're like, oh, I've kind of exceeded that or I'm tracking to exceed it. or that was a bit too easy, actually. Then change it, make them harder. Like just know they're not set in stone. I think if you change them every week, then Maybe a bit more thinking has to go into the original one. Or you just don't set your goals yet. Maybe you learn, you educate, you get a bit of experience, you meet people, and then you set your goals, right? But if it's changing every few months or every six months, you know, that's, I think that's pretty normal. And also, you don't have to have like a year, it could be three monthly goals. I set my goals at six, like six monthly, and I sort of track them every month, but I really track them every three months. But I know in three months, if it needs to change, it will change. But I just, yearly, I don't really do it. If you ask me my yearly goals, mm-hmm, it's just not how my mind works. I've got my six-month goals, but my yearly ones just don't 
sort of concern me right now because it, I know it will change in six months. I know myself. But if you're someone who knows, you know what? I, I know what I want in a year. It's not going to change. Then set them. Everything I'm trying to say and do is always about as long as it fits and works for you or the person you want to be, right? Because we're all trying to improve ourselves. So set smart goals, be flexible. And the third one is set goals, and I kind of touched on this, that are big enough that they kind of scare you a little bit, but that you can see a clear path to, but that you're not upset if you don't reach them. Now, let's say I wanted to buy three properties a month, right? But let's say I set my goals at five a month. If I didn't get five and I got three, I'd be pretty bloody happy, right? If you're thinking, oh, I want a grand a month cash flow after six months. What if you just said three? Because if you set one, you're kind of, you'll aim for one. That's your ceiling. You'll, you'll kind of get to one or get close and be like, okay, what's my next goal? Or you just won't try as hard because you're like, you know what? I've got six months. I need to get to one grand. I mean, that's cool. Whereas if you're like, oh, you know what? Shit. I need to get to three grand in six months. You're going to work a lot harder. You're going to try a lot harder. And yes, you may fail. You may get to two. You may get to one and a half. But it's better than getting to one and meeting your goal, right? 60%, 80% of a bigger goal is better than 100% of a smaller goal, right? And you never know. If you achieve that big goal, then happy days, right? Like, you're winning. It's sorted, right? So set smart goals. Be flexible with your goals. Number three, set goals that are big enough that they scare you. But also, you know... Be forgiving on yourself, but while still being critical and, you know, giving yourself constructive criticism if you don't reach these goals. And also, now that you, maybe you're thinking about this, don't have that kind of thing in your mind where you're like, you know what, I've written down three, but I only need one, so I'm still going to relax. No, you're going for three. But then you forgive yourself or you, you take it easy if you don't meet it. Even if you don't meet it to one. As long as you assess and as long as you learn from it, you're fine. And that's another thing with goals. If you're not hitting them, or you're hitting them, or whatever you're doing, you have to reflect on these goals, you know? Like, okay, am I hitting them? How does it make me feel? Am I rewarding myself enough? Am I taking a break when needed to meet these goals? Am I on track? Am I not? Use Excel, use Asana, use some sort of KPI tracker if you want. But just make sure that you're reflecting and learning from these goals, whether they're hit or whether they're not. Or whether they're ditched. If you ditch a goal, then maybe question why. Why did I do that? So, another video and podcast from yours truly. If you like this, please like, comment and subscribe. If you're on the podcast, please hit subscribe and leave a review. If you're driving, please do not touch your phone until you stop. Thank you very much. See you soon. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube for more great content.